Once they left the constraints of family life and watchful neighbors, many recruits were surprised to find that military service gave them opportunities to begin a coming-out process. The meaning of the phrase coming out itself expanded as the war began to change gay life. In the 1930s, to come out or to be brought out had meant to have one's first homosexual experience with another person. But by 1941, gay men and women were using coming out to mean that they had found gay friends and the gay life, and were saying that circumstances in their lives, not just their first sexual partner, had brought them out. A person could come out to others partway by dropping hairpins to hint that one was queer rather than normal, the most common words used by both gay people and the general public in the war years. But when one felt safe or daring enough, one could come out all the way by pulling out every last pin and letting one's hair down, a phrase that by World War II already had migrated into popular slang from gay culture. During the 1930s and 1940s, young men and women who grew up feeling homosexual desires had little help coming out. They were likely to lead isolated lives, not knowing anyone else like themselves, with no one to talk to about their feelings, and often unsure of who or what they were. There were no publicly gay leaders or organizations to act on their behalf, no press to acknowledge their existence or the problems they faced no discussions of homosexuality on the radio, and only a few tragic novels with characters who were called sexual inverts. In the cities, gay men and women who had found each other were able to form their own private social circles or to patronize a small number of gay bars and nightclubs. But these were hard to find, often disreputable or illegal, and attracted only a small minority of all people who were gay. The massive mobilization for World War II relaxed the social constraints of peacetime that had kept gay men and women unaware of themselves and each other, bringing out many in the process. Gathered together in military camps, they often came to terms with their sexual desires, fell in love, made friends with other gay people, and began to name and talk about who they were. When they could get away from military bases, they discovered and contributed to the rich gay nightlife, parties, bars, and nightclubs that flourished in the war-boom cities. But the military's expanding anti-homosexual policies also forced many citizen soldiers and officers to come out against their will. Draftees were brought out whenever induction examiners publicly rejected them for military service as homosexual, or when they were caught or declared themselves to escape harassment and received undesirable discharges their self-declarations began to add a political dimension to the previously sexual and social meanings of coming out. Those veterans who fought to upgrade their undesirable discharges for homosexuality began to define their struggle with the government as one for justice and equal rights, ideas that became a prerequisite for a political movement. Twenty years later, lesbian and gay male activists stretched this political meaning even further, so that coming out became a public statement that one was both gay and proud, the cornerstone of a political movement. As the military's management of homosexuals grew in importance during the war, three groups of personnel, administrators, psychiatrists, and GIs, found themselves engaged in conflicts with one another. The social and political changes that grew out of their confrontations must be examined not so much as the story of how the military victimized homosexuals, but of how a dynamic power relationship developed between gay citizens and their government, and how it transformed them both.
from draft boards and induction stations to the battlefields of Europe and the Pacific, members of the armed forces lived out daily tensions between the expanding anti-homosexual policies, the need for the efficient use of all personnel, and their private sexual lives. In the process, gay male and lesbian soldiers discovered that they were fighting two wars, one for America, democracy, and freedom, the other for their own survival as homosexuals within the military organization.